I'm going to stop. I'm going to give up. I'm going to go get a proper job. Previously, he said that this year, you feel like has been like one of the worst. Are people going to think, why am I doing this? I feel like I'm not at that day to day stuff. Like, I could be happier. Every time I try to pivot for safety, I always get thrown back to my calling. Welcome to Reservations for Two, the podcast dedicated to your journey towards wellness and self-improvement. I'm Ruth. And in each episode, we'll embark on a meaningful conversation exploring strategies, stories, and insights that can empower you to lead a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. So grab a seat and let's dive into this journey of self-discovery together. Pivoting usually happens when something forces you to change the trajectory of the journey that you believe you're going on. Now, it can often be unexpected, but still scary, but still something that we have to do nonetheless. Now join me today as I have a conversation with someone who has pivoted so many times and has done so so gracefully and so immaculately. Today I am with my gorgeous sister Priscilla and we're having a very interesting conversation about pivoting. Can I have the black cod yeah. with broccoli? Yes. Um, and can I have the strawberry and mint martini, please? Yes, thank you very much. Um, may I get the lobster linguine, please? Lobster linguine. Um, and then can I, may I have the, the strawberry and mint martini as well, please? Yeah. Thank you so much. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Um, we are. I. Do you know what? When I was thinking about having this conversation, um, the reason I was thinking about having this conversation is because I feel as though I'm currently going through a pivoting period myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going from the corporate babe into this new weird, mm-hmm. wild, yeah. scary, creative space. Come on over. And, <laughs> and I feel like literally everyone around me, including yourself, mm-hmm. all the people I hold dear are thriving in this space. And I really wanted to speak with you because I, I think a lot of people know you, they know your face, mm-hmm. they, they know Priscilla from TV, mm-hmm. but they don't know your journey. Right. And how many times you've literally had to switch, 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 switch. And you've done it with so much grace. Thank you. And so much beauty, mm-hmm. but so effortlessly as well, despite any hurdles you may have faced or challenges along the way. So I just thought this would be a great conversation to have with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I have pivoted one too many times. In my life. But, like, but I feel like there's still a few more pivots to go. Probably. Yeah. Probably. You I see know. it for you. Oh, I hear it. I no, I see it. it for you. I feel like there's some pivots that, because that's the thing with pivots, they're kind of unexpected sometimes. Oh, gosh, yes. And like you're going, you kind of plan something and then you're like, okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then something happens and you're like, oh, actually, it didn't work out how mm-hmm. I expected it to. And then you kind of just have to switch and you go again. So I feel like just in your journey thus far, you've shown yourself resilient. Thank you. So this is why I feel like there's, there might be a few more pivots in store for you. Well, I welcome it. As long as it comes along with ones. money. Right? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it comes with that check. When it comes with that check. Right? Let's welcome it. No, let's, let's, I, okay. So let's dial it back. Okay. Your journey thus far. So if I just name a few things mm. that you've done. Um, so 
this is for those that don't know. Yes. Wow. Priscilla is a dancer. Yes. She is a TV personality. Yes. A model. Yes. A podcast host. Yes. A radio host. I've done radio. Currently not in it now, but with. We're, we're, Girl, we're, we're pivoting back. Own your stuff. Okay, own okay. your accolades. Okay, because okay. she's she's all of that. An entertainer. Yes. A host in general. Yes. An all round entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, have I missed anything? Okay, so I was an operations manager. Okay. For Mr. Easy Empower Africa. Okay. Um, I was in banking. Yeah. Um, and what else have I done? I think I think that's that's. That's that's what you've got down. We've got the summary. We've got, we got the summary down, and I've just done a, a little acting role. Yes, you yes, have. I've just done a little acting role. So, Come on, <laughs> oh my god, yes, you have. How was that? Um, it was an amazing experience, but it was terrifying. Like this is actually really genuine because I completely forgot that you were doing. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, do you know what it's because I have. Everyone has been telling me you should do acting, like even from my mum or friends. And every time they see me, they're like, you should do acting, you should do acting, you should do acting. And I'm like, no, I'm not an actor. So I kind of felt like I was going in there being an imposter because I haven't done like real training to be an actor. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't want people to be thinking like, oh, where is this coming from? Like it's so left, but kind of, it just goes with entertainment. It goes with it's, I think it is part of the journey, but um, just getting on set for the first time and obviously everyone else, they've been doing what they're doing. It's it's a bit daunting because like, you just want to do good. Yeah. But um, as soon as the camera started rolling and you get into the swing of things, do a couple of takes, it was, that's all right. Was it, nice? it was good. I had fun. Good. And that's the most important thing. Even though you've had to pivot so many times, I guess perhaps maybe someone would look at you and be like, okay, well, you've been in the entertainment industry for a little bit now. So it just must be another day on the job. But it perhaps doesn't take away from the fact that, you know, you still feel those initial nerves and you still feel that level of anxiety or uncertainty and all those initial feelings, right? No, absolutely. I think the thing with pivoting is like, I always kind of say it's like the first day of the job or being like the new kid Mm. in school or things like that. So there's always going to be those nerves. And I think one of the things that I battle the most has been like imposter syndrome. Yeah. So each time I go into a new space or I reach a new level, I'm like, am I supposed to be here? Like, Mm. is this really happening? Like, huh? Me doing this kind of vibe. So yeah, you just have to get used to it all over again. But I definitely don't do think that it doesn't take away from anything else. And I feel, I feel like the fact that I've been able to pivot so much has put me in a fantastic position because I'm able to take this from that experience, that sort of skill and put it together. And I feel like I'm like pretty much invincible. Like I can pretty much do anything. Amazing. <laughs> but then when you do feel kind of the imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people feel, yeah. how, what is your kind of go-to way of dealing with it? Because it's, it's funny because... The question that I actually wanted to ask you at first, that I asked everyone actually, is in terms of where you are right now, yeah. how you're feeling, your wellness scale with 10 being the best, mm-hmm. how are you feeling right now? I'd say a 6.5. 6, why 6.5? Because I want to give myself a little bit. I hear just that. A, but a bit just, above just, average. Okay, just a bit, <laughs> just above, a average. bit above average. Why not a 7? Um, I think... I always think seven is what you should be to on like a day-to-day life, right? Mm. And 
I feel like anything above that, you're just doing exceptional. So mm-hmm. I feel like seven, you're just, you're doing, like you're meeting the mark. You're meeting the mark, you're okay. Yeah. But I think with me, I'm always probably thinking about work and my vision and where I want to be. And right now I'm in like such a strategic part of my life. Like everything is like planning, planning, planning and make sure I'm executing and intentional. Um, I feel like I'm not at that day-to-day stuff. Like I could be happier. Like I could feel better. I could be doing more. And the thing about being like, I would say, uh, uh, what's that word called? Perfectionist. Uh, not a perfectionist, about being a, no. Okay, the thing about being someone who's always done so much, when you're not, right. when you're idle, I just feel like I'm bummy. Yeah. Like, I feel like, what is going on? Like, why is my life stagnant? And I remember I had to sit back, reevaluate, and like, actually thank God the fact that I'm able to actually be idle and not have to worry, whereas everyone like has they have to like Let they have me to be busy. Tell you something. Some people are idle and are worried about X, Y, and Z, but mm. you also and it's so funny. And I think, um, forgive me if I'm speaking for you, but that point five, or perhaps maybe that extra point five that's needed to get to the seven, could that be your imposter syndrome setting in? Because I can tell you a few things that you are doing amazing yet right now. Like Priscilla's just hosted BET in America, by the way. So like you've Thanks. just crossed the pond and your name is on the other side of the planet. Right, yeah. Um, you're working with Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're doing amazing things. It's true. Like your name is is in the mouths of people that are making things happen. I guess it is so, that kind of, not maybe hello. not necessarily imposter syndrome, but it might be that perfectionist that like, I always want to do more. I yeah. always want to do what's next. And I kind of don't, I think I was on cloud nine for about a week. After BT. After BT, like when I got back from LA. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, okay, but momentum needs to keep going. Mm. Like, I need to, what's the next big thing? Like, what else can I do? Like, how can I leverage off of what I've just done? Mm -hmm. And then I just feel like, yeah, that's the overachiever in me or that's the kind of the perfectionist in me that just wants to keep going, keep going. Which there's nothing wrong with. And I think perhaps maybe, I feel like this is, this has become like an episode to let you know that you both feel two in things. Because I was like, I was literally going to say, because... Even if you're kind of like, okay, you know what? I've just finished off this really big situation and now I'm back and perhaps it's not as loud as it was last week. You're still doing amazing things. And what you've done is that you've proven to yourself as many times as you've pivoted in the past, Mm -hmm. that you are multifaceted. Mm. So even though you might be hosting one week, you may be... um, So we've spoken about... an idea that you have that you're working on. Yeah, that is true. And that's amazing. That's true. And sometimes you require a bit of silence, a bit of skill to be mm-hmm. able to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And just even in the way you have pivoted and your approach to your career and your journey so far, do you feel like it's something that you've had to kind of build up over time? Do you feel like um, it's something that is kind of instilled in you? Mm-hmm. Like how, how have you become so resilient? Because right. just on that, even... Okay, so back to the start when I was saying that um, I'm, I feel like I'm currently in a, mm-hmm. in a pivoting mm-hmm. moment. I'm pivoting because I'm like, okay, you know what? There's something in me that's bigger than what I'm currently doing. Mm. And I have this, there's like this itching thing. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to pursue it. I'm on maternity leave. This is the best time I've got my time back mm. to do it. So that's my drive. What's your drive behind how you pivot and your approach to pivoting? So I think I've pivoted for different reasons. So I've pivoted because 
I feel like this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. I've pivoted for safety. I've pivoted just to better myself. I think when it comes to like bettering myself and trying something new, I feel like the resilience of that comes from my mum because she's literally always just been, she's made me think that nothing is impossible. She'll be like, if you send me to Manchester right now, I can go and come back. Like she always just says it. She's like, like nothing, like there's nothing that she can't do, right? And she kind of instilled that in me. So a lot of the stuff that I've tried, like when I went from the dancing to the modeling or coming into the presenter stuff, it's just because I was like, I can do that. I want to try it. I enjoy it. Going into banking, I did that when I came out of uni, just because it was like, I was like, I don't, this modeling thing and everything, it was a bit slow and I didn't really want to dance anymore. And I was like, I'll go into a nine to five and it'll be secure whilst I'm still trying to work out this this what this side looks like. And so that was my safety pivot. And the thing is, what I've noticed is every time I try to pivot for safety, I always get thrown back to my calling. Mm-hmm. So in this uni, like when I pivot into banking, I did well at first, um, I got promoted, I was a cashier, then I became a, um, personal banker. a personal banker, then I was doing my business training, everything went wrong. Like everything went wrong. <laughs> I was opening accounts about signatures, about scanning an ID, like <laughs> we're not telling you the redest of flags. <laughs> it was mad. So I was on like a recovery plan and everything, but they would ask me to like go through the whole entire process. Yeah. I can tell you it front to back, eyes closed, mm. nothing. Like there's nothing, I could do it. But it just happened when I was in autopilot, my body was probably just like, I don't want to be here. So I was making silly mistakes. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. And then that's when I started working for Mr. Easy. Like he came out of nowhere. I helped them out. And within like three days, they hired me. And I was like, bye bank. Uh, see you. <laughs> I was like, see you. So that kind of took me back to entertainment and back into music, which is obviously one of my loves. Um, and again, so that's when I was just like, yeah, everything just went wrong because I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be in the creative space. Um, earlier this year as well, I was like, um, I'm going to stop. I'm going to give up. I'm going to go get a proper job. I was like, everything slowed Did you down. Actually? Honestly, everything slowed down. I don't, I hope you don't mind me saying mm-hmm. that. Um, so when we were speaking previously, you said that this year you feel like has been like one of the worst. One of the worst, one of the hardest years of my uh, whole entire life. And so many people not believe you. No one will believe me. Like they see it. And do you know the thing is, I can't even believe some of the stuff I've done this year just yeah. because of how bad it started. Mm. Everything that I was supposed to do coming into this year, it got stopped. Yeah. Our podcast got cancelled. Um, I was supposed to start radio training my radio training got postponed campaigns are supposed to do people telling me they've gone in a different like when i'm telling you everything had stopped like literally stopped stopped like and so can i can i pause you there yeah so when that happened what was your first instinct like how did you deal because that happens for so many people and this is why they they, they pivot because yeah, 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 yeah. everything that was meant to be going in one um, way kind of just stops so what what is your dealing mechanism because you've you've yeah. stopped, you've literally halted, and not a single scar has shown on you. <laughs> Thank you. And that is um, and not it's not easy. At first, I think you, rightly so, I got in my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> rightly so. Rightly so, got in my feelings, but um, my support system, my mum and my brother, they're absolutely amazing. They're like, don't worry, it's cool. And the thing about me is. One thing I learned after coming out of Love Island is I'll remind people I exist. Yeah. Like, I need to show you that I'm in these spaces. So I went into pitching mode. Like, literally, I was like, what ideas do I have? What can I pitch? Like, my Spotify show that I do now, I pitched it. And this this came in of when everything stopped. I was like, I had a conversation back in December 
and I was like, you love music. You've been in the music, have worked with you in music. Why are you not doing anything presenting a music base? So I was like, let me tap into that. And then that's when the ideation, I came, I started doing decks. So like the amount of decks I've done this year is crazy. But I was like, I need to create my own opportunities. I need to put my career into my own hands, my future into my own hands. So that's what I did. And I was doing it, I was doing it. I was having conversations, obviously some stuck, some didn't, which is fine, but I had the Spotify thing and the things that stuck hit. Yeah. So that was amazing. And the things that didn't, it's just, it is what it is. It is is. is what it is. But I think I was still going, but there was a time, just the human in me, my flesh won. Like my flesh won. And I was like, I remember telling my mum, I was like, I'm tired. Mm. Like, I was like, I can't lie. Like, I know you've given me all this strength, but mum right now, like as your daughter, like as a human, I'm tired. Like I know I should keep going, but I'm tired. So that's when I was like, I even told my brother, I was like, I give up. I'm not doing this. I was like, I'm really, that, like, that's it. <laughs> if I'm not supposed to be a presenter, like, that's it. I'm not yeah, doing it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so what happened next? I have amazing friends. So Nada and... Shout out Nada. We Nada, love Nada. Yeah, Nada's my Nada. best friend. Oh, she's a best. She's amazing. And one other person, Fuse, Fuse ODG. Yeah. These two people, I had a conversation with them. And the first thing, I was just like, let go and let God, like literally. I had to invite God into it. And one thing Fuse told me, he was just like, I know how you are. Like I've seen you grow and you try to do everything yourself. You're always trying to control things, but let put it in God's hands. And what I noticed when I started doing that, it was like, yes. And he was like, you thought you could do what you can do, but I can do it better. hundred percent. Like, and Nada was sending me scriptures and she was just like, no, just keep on praying, do this, do that. And when I literally let go and just was like, God, I'm your daughter. Like help me out with this. Whatever's supposed to happen. I put in your hands, good, bad. I put it in your hands mm-hmm. and that's when everything started coming, the BT, the this, the that, like, I kid you not, the phone calls or the emails that I was getting and the stuff that I was booking, I was like, all you wanted me to do was just lean on you. Yeah. Like, that is it. And yeah, so I think that, that was the biggest thing that, that happened. But that, again, I stopped, my pivot was, I gave up and I was like, I'm going to go get a normal job. Yeah. Which is insane. Which is insane. I had a conversation with someone, I had a conversation with, um, who did I have a conversation with? Linda, mm-hmm. Linda from um, Platoon. And she okay. was just like, why do you want to come do this job? Yeah. And then I was just like, I couldn't tell you. But if you ask me why I wanted to be presenter, I can tell you. She was like, what's your end goal? I was like, I don't have an end goal for what I'm coming to you for. But if it's this, I can tell you. And then she was just like, yeah, no, you're... It's not... Don't and especially me. when you've seen so many times in the past yeah. that you're... Um, Every single time you've tried to pivot out of your calling. Out of my calling. You've been chucked straight back. I've been chucked. So, and this one, but this was God bringing me back. God was like, sis. Yeah. And I got nominated. Where are you going? Straight away, I got nominated for awards in entertainment. Look at like that. Like the black business thing. Like after, after, amazing, after I started praying. So I was like, what is this? Like, I literally was like, I'm done. I was like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> Which is let amazing. me go and get this money. Yeah. Let me do, 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 do. It's, it's secure. But God was like... You think you got plans? Uh-uh, no. Yeah, I've got plans. Come back. Come back this side. But do you know what? That's why they always say, there's a saying, and I'm probably going to botch it up, but they say, like, hindsight is twenty twenty because you can say that now. But when you are in the thick of it and you're like, okay, all the doors are closed, but you don't actually realise that there is still a door that you probably haven't realised is still open behind oh, yeah. you. Absolutely. And especially like when you're going through this journey, when mm. you're, you're pivoting, whether it be in career, whether it be in, in just life, in whatever it is, essentially pivoting is moving away from the trajectory that you think something is going in. Yeah. And sometimes it can be so hard, especially because it comes at times really unexpected. It mm-hmm. knocks you down. Yeah. It can take a bit of a toll. But the truth of the matter is every single pivot that you've 
had to face today mm -hmm. you've made it out of yeah so clearly even if we're looking at the the, the scale of things mm -hmm. something is working something is working something Absolutely. is moving yeah and i think i i would be interested to know so when you've kind of gone through that right mm -hmm. you've you've you're moving in a space it seems as though all the doors are shut you've now pivoted and you're like okay cool need to start looking for something else mm -hmm. and then god has brought you back or something has happened to bring you back mm -hmm. what's your recovery plan like how do you recover from the because that must leave a little bit of like oh, okay what about if this happens again yeah no absolutely but i feel like with ev everything there's uncertainty yeah because when as i said at first when i pivoted to safety in the bank I, like <laughs> the whole thing messed up that's it you're so, talking to me about money <laughs> <laughs> exactly so fraud <laughs> <laughs> so even if I'm going for my safety, things can happen. Yeah, 100%. so what I just have to ask: there's risk in in everything that you do. So what I just need to weigh up is: do I love this? Yes. Do I see a future in it? Yes. Do I believe in what I'm doing? Absolutely, because I believe in my talent like nobody business. Like As I know I'm better than everyone. So come on. <laughs> As you should. As you should. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Oh, that looks really good. As it well. does. It looks great. Oh, gosh. That's that looks really, really, really fantastic. Good. Oh, I know what this is. This is Amazing. Thank you so, so much. Oh, lovely. Thank you. I think one thing that I'd be interested to know, mm -hmm. especially because now that you have that mentality of, you are better than anybody else. And I think it's mm -hmm. that conviction and that belief of knowing that, you know what, I can go into this field and this field and this field and dominate it. Mm. But how do you deal with it when life is also happening at the same time and your pivot is attached to your money? Because hmm. that's also a thing. Hmm. It is. Um, good thing I'm single and have no kids. Right? So oh, funds well. are minimal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> this cozy Libby um yeah my expenditure is actually quite minimum I think with a thing is having a plan right I think that's the most important thing because when you wander carelessly the wind will blow you Ooh. but if you like have a plan you kind of know where you're going and and you're intentional about it you know this is what I got to do this is what I execute this is, this is my outtime goal I think you're kind of able to manage obviously there's life and twisted turns ups and downs which happen but just being having that plan and being focused allows you to kind of manage the pivot a bit more mm -hmm. that's oh yeah i think that's my main thing in real terms mm -hmm. when that plan isn't planning what then happens then pivot <laughs> i swear you just have to keep going i think do you know what it is i think especially in this day and age pivoting or having to change plans having to at any stage of life um has been kind of it looks really scary. It does. And it is scary. Because it is. it's the fear of the unknown, right? But it's about adapting for survival. Yeah. I feel like in life, no one should be, nothing should be one straight line. Mm -hmm. I feel like at, there's one point you have, even in environments that you go into, you're going to have to adapt. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to twist. You're going to have to turn just a little bit. So I think it's being comfortable with that, first and foremost, is the most important thing. And then secondly, accepting that life isn't, 
always going to work out the way you had planned for it yeah kind of provides a bit of comfort and softens the blow of the scariness yeah but then when you are and what's your kind of in that I guess uncertain period mm-hmm. um, when you don't know what is next, but you know you're you know whatever is next, you're going to dominate it, mm-hmm. um, and you're kind of waiting, figuring it out, planning. Mm-hmm. What is your your thing that you go to to still ensure that you're checking in with yourself and that you are still okay emotionally and mentally, and that you still have a level of stability? Like, what's your process? I think with me, I kind of retract and come into myself. Okay. I kind of have more alone time. Right. And my thing is, I hate the world to kind of shape my mind. The, like, if I'm seeing stuff, I would hate for it to have an effect on my emotions or just if I'm talking to someone that has an influence and an impact of what my next decision will be. So I think it's more about creating my own little cocoon, creating my own little environment and kind of just being in that, being with myself whilst I'm planning, whilst I'm trying to execute. And then when I'm ready, then I go back into the world because I feel like with this, we, we're always watching with social media, with everything that's going on, with all of these smoke and mirrors, we always get, we, we get lost. And we think this person, like, as you said, no one would have thought my whole world sucks. Mm-hmm. And they just think she's having an incredible year. And then now they're applying pressure on their self. So what I tend to do is I take that pressure away. And because I know when everything wasn't going for me, I can't lie and say, although I'm like, I love to see everybody winning, but the human in me, I'm not going to like, like, it's, I'm, like it hurts, isn't it? Like I, I want good for myself. I want better for myself. And sometimes when your world is 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 coming to to a, to a halt, it's hard to to just have that happiness for everyone else. So I'd rather just come back, come into my little cocoon, get myself together, blossom, and when I'm become this butterfly, let's go and fly again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I just think it's easier not to watch other people or. Um, just stay in my lane. Yeah. Until Literally, I'm ready. The, other, the other week or a few weeks ago, you had a, a social media break mm-hmm. and you were like, you know what, I'm just kind of yeah. detoxing. And I think that's super beneficial, especially because we do live in a world where everything is so glamorized and you don't actually know what people are going through. So even if your world has come to a stop and you're figuring out, okay, you know what, and I have to move on to the next thing and I have to figure out what's next. It's so easy to think everyone just has a plan and everyone's plans is just being executed perfectly. Mm -hmm. But you don't actually know what people are dealing with. So even for whoever is, is listening to this, that is perhaps going through that kind of emotional, that period of pivoting and they don't even know what's next. Forget yeah. even the people that haven't, for, even the people that haven't even planned what's next. Right, you don't know what's next. Yeah. Do not compare to other people. And it's so hard though. It's, it's really it's hard. So hard. It's so, so it's hard. It's really hard. Um, but this isn't the first time, I think it's important to remember that life is one big pivot. Because after you left school, mm-hmm. you had to go to another one. And after you left that, you had to go to another one. After you left one job, it's you had to go to... Life true. is one big pivot. Mm-hmm. You're always pivoting. Nobody nobody knows what's going to happen in five years' time or in ten years' time. Mm-hmm. But even though it looks really, really scary at the moment, I think it's really important to remember that we are built for this. Yeah. Because even naturally, as human beings... We, we are evolved. Not, we evolved. Yeah. And we're not um, one-dimensional. Um, that we have so many different facets to us and our personalities and even like um, I might come and do 
uh, one activity with you and then go and do another activity with him and you might get two completely different sides of me. Mm. But it's your ability, like you said, to adapt and to adjust to your new settings right. and to remember that, you know what, so long as you can get through today, there is a tomorrow and you just need to get through that. And then One step at a time, forward. step it's by step. One step at a time. If you were speaking to, to someone who perhaps is struggling with that notion of taking that next step because so many things have happened, they're now being forced into a corner to pivot, what is the one advice that you would give? One advice I would give, oh, this is difficult. I think I was reading it the other day. I don't know where I read it. I don't know who it's from. <laughs> I'm going to be absolutely honest. <laughs> but it was literally what you were saying, pretty much take a step at a time. But it was like, when you feel like you couldn't, you can't see the end of the road, like yeah. the end of the path, if you can see that step in front of you, just take that. Yeah. And that what that does is it takes pressure off. Because in this society, I feel like there's so, 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 so much pressure and that's what eats us up. And sometimes it's just, it's not even that you can't do what you're doing. The weight that you have put on your shoulders is stopping you from executing this this plan or yeah. or even sitting down to just think of that idea because you're stressing yourself. Like you just can't be. So I think, yeah, just just take that small step and try to take the pressure off of you because... You ain't dead. Yeah. Like, I was reading this book um, and I really wish I could remember. No, I think it's called I Wish I Knew This or something like that. Oh, okay. I think it's I know what Dr. you're talking about. Julie. Yeah, What I Wish I Knew Before. Or, what yeah. I Wish I Knew Before or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And something that she was saying in her book was that... Um, I think, especially when... It's kind of like a chapter about... Um, What's that word? Um, you know when you're kind of overwhelmed and you're burnt out, mm -hmm. right? And she was talking about taking things a piece at a time. Mm. And I think that is exactly what pivoting does. And it forces you, it, it kind of has to force you, especially to succeed at it, it forces you into mode of, do you know what, I'm going to take a chunk at a time. And when you're talking about knowing what your end goal is, mm -hmm. so I know that with this platform, my vision is to help people. I want people to come here and seek this place out for that sense of wellness and peace and wholesomeness and feel as though, you know what, there's conversations that I can learn from here. Mm. That is my end goal. I don't know how to get there, mm. but I know that it takes one thing at a time. So even with this conversation, this is one conversation at a yeah. time. This is one conversation closer. Mm -hmm. And I think when it's broken down like that, the end goal isn't so scary. Yes, that's true. And even if, you know, something happens tomorrow and they say, you know what, guys, you have to wrap up filming. It can't happen. Okay, what what next can happen to help me reach my end goal? Is yeah. it that I now need to go and print bus posters and stick it on the side of a bus <laughs> yeah. or stick it on the side of a, a shop? Like it's something. I think it's you have to remember that you know what, like you said, it's remembering what your end goal is and knowing that the steps towards your end goal are taken in in chunks, not uh marathon sprints. Absolutely. And I think one thing I'd like to add is that pivoting is uncomfortable. It's so like there's nothing com comfortable in pivoting. And often when people do pivot, there's, I don't want to sound sinister, but there's always something negative, which push pushes you to pivot. Yeah. So it's like when you want better things, it's because you're no longer happy doing what you're doing. Yeah. So that's 
something negative that's pushing you towards something positive. Yeah. When it's safety, when it's for safety, because something's not working, so that's something negative that's now pushing you towards something positive. So just because, so just because you need to pivot, one thing I always say, you need to be uncomfortable. You need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because when you're in that pivotal place, that point of pivoting, often things are not, things are not going right or you're not feeling that great. Like something emotionally, physically, something is being impacted. So you just have to be comfortable in this uncomfortable process Mm -hmm. and embrace it to get to the, the next step. The next step. I think one question I actually wanted to ask you, like you specifically, especially because you're someone who's had to move mm. around with eyes on you as well. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm good with pivoting in my corner where no one can see my fails. And, and sometimes pivoting does look like, okay, I'm going to fail before I fly. Mm. And I'm okay in my corner where I can do about 10,000 failures that nobody can see, nobody can comment on, but you're having to do it on a, uh, a platform where so many eyes are on you you have so many opinions so mm. many people will tell you what you're good at and what you're not good at and even if you pivot and you think it's a great idea there'll be some person in their corner somewhere that will come and tell you actually you know i don't think priscilla's great for this how do you how do you deal with that with your mental health like how do you deal with that um good question <laughs> i'm even thinking how do i do that do you know what? I'm going to be honest. I think it's because I did pageantry. Mm. I always move politically correct. I hear that. So I think it's something that's been embedded in me that I'm like, I don't wash my dirty linen in, in, in public, all of that sort of stuff. So if I'm moving, I'm never going to let anyone else know that something's affected me. So that's helped me in this kind of entertainment, all eyes on me industry. But um, another thing I'd say is what it does do, it slows down a negative effect of it, it slows down a lot of my processes. So like even with my Sounds of Diaspora, the curated playlist I did, I waited so long to do, I think it took me about a year before I even launched it. Why? Because with so many eyes on you and my imposter syndrome, I always thought people, are people gonna think, why am I doing this? Mm. And I'm always thinking, and then I'm always thinking about what if I fail? And I don't wanna look like a failure in the public eye. Cause I think the biggest, my big, one of my biggest fears failing. Yeah. So to do that publicly, I'm like, oh, Do you know man. what's so funny? My um my recent kind of I feel like I've recently gained this like confidence of I don't care, I'm just gonna do it anyway. Mm. I've gotten that from you. So you're here oh, scared crazy. to do something. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like I'm I'm watching you talk like, wait, no, but Priscilla told me I could I'm literally looking at you and you're like, Well, you're scared to fail. Meanwhile, I'm no longer scared to fail because of you. That is insane. I will talk shit to you. No. <laughs> I'm gonna be your biggest cheerleader. <laughs> that is insane, but that makes so much sense. Do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. No, Thank but that you. makes so much sense because I can only imagine kind of like living in that world of knowing that you know what I can do this and I can do this, but being kind of held back by other people's perspective, which is yeah. insane. Like I'm a type of person that I'm like, at the same time, there's a lot of things I do that I don't care. Like I like to exist, like mm-hmm. I like to be, but I think when it comes to doing what I love or doing what I know I'm well at, when it's presented to the world, I just, 
the, the love that I have for it and the passion that I have for it, I just want people to embrace it in that same way. And I think I would just be heartbroken and just... You know, it's be tainted. Yeah, if it is, if it is tainted or I felt, I feel like I'll just be heartbroken and I have to go back into a cave. Yeah. So I think it just comes from love, passion, why I'm like, this is my baby. Like, even for yourself, like, if anyone was, like, you'll be like... Like, like bringing like Nathaniel into this world. You yeah. just be like, this is my, I want to protect this it. This is my baby. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, this is my yeah. baby. So if anything that I do, it's like, it's my baby. I want to protect it. Yeah. So if I know I'm going to put this out there in, and it can potentially have some sort of harm to do with it, I don't want to do it. I want to do it when I'm ready. Yeah. Kind of vibe. So I think that's what's behind it. But mm. for everyone else, I'm like, do it. Do it. What have you got to lose? Yeah. And I should take some of that advice myself. I was going to say, but then is, is, is that not a sign for you to start becoming your own cheerleader absolutely because you're doing amazing things i told you like fifty thousand times <laughs> in this one sitting that you're doing amazing things and i really hope you go away knowing that you're doing amazing things uh, it's gonna be even back if my, you pivot yeah. again you're still doing amazing things Thank you. because like you so rightly said you're you're still existing mm. you're still providing or proving why you deserve to be in this space True. you deserve to have a voice here True. and i think even just for again for anyone who's listening a takeaway point is if you are going through that motion, I think my personal takeaway point is if you are going through that motion of pivoting and uncertainty and trying to do something that you are feeling fearful about, especially fearful about opinions and people's perspectives and things like that. Um, I think one thing that I would say is to, to understand that you've pivoted a thousand times already mm -hmm. and you've done it. And you can you can do it then and you can do it now. Um, and you have the, from the minute you can conceive the idea, you have the ability to do it. And I think that's something that my mum has always taught me. If you can dream about it, mm. it means you already have the ability to exactly. do it because you already have the foresight, the mindset to Just even Just dream with your it. eyes wide open. So dream with your eyes wide open. That's so it. go for it, pivot. And then even if you have to pivot again next week, you do it again we, next week. We go around. Alive. We go again. Honestly, look, we go again. Um, and yeah, as you can see, we have a living, breathing example of someone who has pivoted and she's here enjoying her good cod. Sorry, this this, this is slapping. <laughs> <laughs> this is slapping. You know, and she's just, and you're thriving. And I'm super proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm babe. proud of this. Thank you. And babe. I'm proud I got free food. Oh, come on. <laughs> Cosy living. Cosy living. Cosy living. Oh, yay. I think that's a good place to stop now. I love you. I love you too. Oh, that was really nice. It's been you know, such I a good like, conversation. I feel like that was better than the first one. Absolutely. Thank you for watching, guys. <laughs> We're done. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs>